Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. Today on KingCast, I think we want to pose a question to everyone. And it kind of goes like this. It doesn't matter what you say, true or false. And yeah, I think this is a great question. I'm just going to start by reading Proverbs 23. Um, Sorry, it's 21 verse 23, which says, Watch your words and be careful what you say, and you'll be surprised how few troubles you'll have. Um, I think that's interesting. (laughs) I think going into this conversation, um, you know, do your words... Carrie, what, how did you pose that question? Your, oh, that doesn't matter what you say. Doesn't matter what you false. say, true or false. Um, there's so many ways you can go with this in, in Scripture, in life. Um, and so, does it matter what you say, true or false? And that verse saying, watch what you say and you'll see how few troubles you have. What, what do you think that means? Right, yeah, well... It means that if we don't watch what we say, it sounds like we can have a few troubles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, because it's always the opposite, right? So I think this is probably bigger than it sounds to a lot of people. Yeah. And then I have people maybe in a ditch that maybe think it's want to try and stay on the middle of the road. We've talked about, I don't know, I've hit the ditch a number of times when I've been younger. <laughs> and uh, not so much when I'm older, but I've hit the ditch a number of times and usually that's trouble. Yep. And so... It seems like on every topic we have, and in, in, and in most topics, it's like we have the road. Let's stay on the road, because if we hit the ditch on either side, then we get into trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's it with everything from, you know, people have issues with faith, because they're either, either in one ditch or the other. You have People have issues with what you say. Mm-hmm. They're either in one ditch or the other. Yeah, exactly. Your words matter. Yeah, just in everyday life, like... And yeah. so we have James and we even have Jesus and we have Paul and Peter and all these guys warning us, watch what you mm-hmm. say. I like your story on that. Yeah, I, I um, with words, carrying power. And um, again, with youth ministry, I deal with this a lot um, with kids making jokes and, and just the way they talk. And I experienced this firsthand actually. And, uh, growing up, I had two really good friends and one in the first part of my elementary junior high, and then one in the second junior high, high school. And these guys were so close to me. They would like, they slept at my house. They had a drawer in my um, dresser where they actually kept clothes. Um, they lived just down the block. So we would spend nights at each other's houses all the time. We're, we're always together. And so it became a little bit of a joke that, um, we were gay and, and honestly, we thought it was funny too. We didn't care. We were just good friends and family started making the joke and friends on the hockey team and then the school. And it never, it never affected me then. I was comfortable in who I was. And, um, but down the line, outside of high school, all of a sudden, I, I'm in a rough spot. I'm not doing so well with the women. And, and I, I had this moment, and it wasn't just a quick thought. It was probably a month of my life. Thinking about Of that. thinking, going, maybe I actually am gay. 
Power Wolf. That, that's why I've spent so much time with these guys, and that's why I'm best friends with these guys, and that's what people were saying, that's what they saw, and and so the power of those words were still in me from a young 10-year-old <laughs> to now a uh, 31-year-old. Yeah. So... Um, do words carry power? Yes. And I, I uh, read this study, I uh, can't remember where it's from, but it was saying um, for every negative word that's said against you, it takes three positive ones to, to minus that out. Um, yeah. So it sounds like words verbally spoken uh, and then internally spoken. We can yeah. speak words internally to ourselves. Totally. You're thinking these things and you're realizing these are words. Yeah. Even though they're thoughts, but they're thoughts from words that people said and they're become your words. You begin feeding yourself this. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I mean, man, failure oriented or, Mm -hmm. and so now they don't step out and do what God's put on the inside of them to do. They don't kind of, I always like to say words have the ability to destroy your faith. Mm-hmm. And of course, then everybody goes, oh, you're a faith guy. Oh, you're a word guy, right? Mm-hmm. But when we study the scripture, I mean, the Bible is clear that faith and words go hand in hand and, and they help us and they can build us up and mm-hmm. they can cause us to accomplish great things, mm-hmm. right? They can cause us to, to, to be what we should be. Mm-hmm. Like faith is... Faith in God and His ability to work through us is huge, mm-hmm. but it's connected to what we say about ourselves. Too. Yeah, I think that goes right back to, um, I mean, Satan, the devil himself. Yeah, his name is the Prince of Lies. He came to seek, uh, to steal, kill, kill and destroy. But so Jesus it's not him the Father of Lies. The Father of Lies. So it's, but it's not. He's not coming and killing you and destroying you. With a knife. With a knife or, you know, beating you up with a baseball bat. He's the father of lies. So it's when you believe the lie that you allow it to steal, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy who you are. And a lot of us are speaking lies over ourselves that I think Satan sort of whispers in our ears and mm-hmm. or puts us in situations where, again, where we go, oh, I failed this last time. I'll, no- I'll never get through it again. Yeah. You just, yeah, you just sealed your fate in, yeah. in how you're... Because all those things will come to pass in your life when you <laughs> yeah. believe them. It's a, it's a faith thing. It's, you know, it's having doubt in God's ability or having faith in your inability. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, one, it's just one of those things. I love how Jesus handled the devil in the wilderness. Mm. Like he knew the word so well yeah. that when he spoke it, he only had to speak it once. Yeah. Then the devil tried another tactic. He spoke it. Yeah. Then the devil tried another tactic. He spoke it. And then it says he left him for a season. Yeah. A season meaning... He didn't leave Jesus forever. That means he came back mm-hmm. with some other tactic or totally. some other thought or some other, right? Jesus, yeah. The Bible says Jesus was tempted in every which way as we were. Mm-hmm. So how does the devil tempt? With thoughts. So Jesus would have entertained thoughts or not. And I shouldn't say entertains a bad word. A thought would have passed his mind on mm-hmm. everything that anybody's ever been tempted with. Yeah. So, wow, I think, man, that's, that's a lot of different ways that the devil will tempt <laughs> yeah. him. One thing I love with words, too, is, um, again, in youth ministry, we see this a lot, is we see groups of people form together, and and when we infiltrate those groups and and walking down the hallways or running our little ministries that we have, and we get in with those groups, you quickly hear that all of those people are friends, 
and they all talk the same way about their situations, their problems, yeah. people, um, and and it's it's interesting to get into that and flip the switch on them on those types of people and mm-hmm. say positive things or good things and and just have them go what why why do you think that way <laughs> you make friends with what you believe mm-hmm. because then it doesn't stretch you you walk in there and stretch them and they realize there could be something better yeah yeah i do want to maybe hang out with colton a little more he makes me think different feel different yeah right which is the hope we provide through yeah. the word, but yeah, it's uh, and it's I, just not because you dress cool; it's because of the words you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think another scripture that um, points that out is you know the the beggar outside of the church, mm-hmm. and when Peter and John come up, um, what do they say? They say, "Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, get up I and need. walk." Yeah, he uses words. He yeah. uses. He wasn't going to give him something else. He uses what he has, the words, mm-hmm. to speak life into this person. Yeah. Um, like you never see Jesus sitting on a bench or sitting somewhere and he wants something to happen. And all of a sudden you, they say he just snapped his fingers and it took place. Yeah. Never. No. There's nothing in the Bible like that. He used words. He talked to people. Yeah. He used the anointing that was on his life to change people's lives. He told people, you have a part to play, rise up and walk, yeah. right? Be it according to your faith, all these things, right? Yep. The woman with the issue of blood says, she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. Mm-hmm. Whether she said that verbally or eternally, I don't know, but the Bible says she said it. Yeah. So those are words that she put on the inside of her spirit yeah. and got it to the place that as long as I can touch Jesus, I'm going to be made whole. And Jesus said, oh, woman, according to your faith, be it unto you. Mm-hmm. He was just on his way to, I think, heal a centurion's servant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think um, maybe we can get into this part um, is, like you you did mention, people say, oh, you're a faith guy. You're a word guy. Right. Um, and I think in today's culture, and I actually think it's coming out more into to be seen and visual, like to actually actually having people's eyes open to do we treat god like a genie right because i feel like in today's culture you can you see a lot of name it and claim it you see a lot of all god wants for you is good things and prosperity and like those are true and send god out to do it for you and send god out to do it for you all you got to do is say it and send those angels and it happens Mm -hmm. and um i just think there's other scriptures too that say, you know, don't build a house before you have all the material. (laughs) So if I ask Jesus for a house and he provides all the material, what has to take place? Well, I have to build the house now. Mm -hmm. I just didn't build itself, you know? Um, So there are, we're not saying that those are wrong or, um, but. And God deals with everybody differently. So some people might might be believing for something that's to me that's the ditch i just can't believe it yeah but um i know there's a script a lot of scriptures that uh people use um in john like 14 14 if you ask anything in my name i shall do it mm-hmm. right uh, john 15 7 7 i think it is if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you yeah so people sometimes just grab grab a hold of parts of these things yeah right and so 
they grab a hold of part of these things. Well, if I ask anything in Jesus' name, he'll do it for me, right? Yeah. So they get on their knees and just as an exaggeration, they pray for a Porsche. Yeah. Lord, I want to have a Porsche. You promised me that anything I ask, you're going to give it to me. Yeah. Can I have a Porsche? I really, really want a Porsche. Well, I don't know about you. I read the Bible a number of times from cover to cover. I haven't read anything about a Porsche in the Bible. <laughs> well, the Bible talks about, you know, a financial security, that everything you put to your hands to will prosper. So you need to be praying, Lord, what, what I'm doing, can it prosper? Lord, mm -hmm. can you help? Can you give me favor? Mm -hmm. Lord, can you supernaturally intervene in my business? Because one day I want to buy a Porsche, Lord, and I want to <laughs> use some of that money that you've blessed me with. Right? Yeah. People somehow got this idea, if they pray hard enough, they'll just walk outside one day and there's the Porsche sitting yeah. in the driveway. His word, right, that if you, everything I put your hand, he says, I will command the blessing in your storehouses. Mm -hmm. What storehouses? I farmed. They're my granaries. Yeah. They're my access left over. I've got to store my grain so I can sell it later on. So we can even yeah. take that literally as bank accounts. Yeah. Right? So God wants to bless you in your bank accounts. It doesn't mean that you're going to wake up one morning, all your bank accounts are full. <laughs> yeah. He's going to give you ideas, insights, concepts yeah. to receive some of those things that you really, and then when you get it, when you do get that Porsche, you're going to be like, yeah, whatever I asked in his name, he gave it to me. Yeah. But they forget to tell us, wait a minute, he told me to Get I had to job, abide in him. And I had to <laughs> get this business going, yeah. or I had to invest something that he showed me, which the proper way to invest, and it produced yeah. this thing, right? Yeah. I um, being on the farm thinking, God, you want me to be a Bible teacher, right? So why doesn't anybody call me to teach the Bible? Yeah. So for eight or nine years, I sat on the farm, <clears throat> believing that God wanted me to be a Bible teacher. Yeah. And nobody ever called. And th then I got this sense that I needed to go to a Bible school, right? And begin to create some things. And for me, that was my path. Mm -hmm. And it opened the door where I could do more ministry things. So I had to take a step of faith, right? Mm -hmm. But I was praying, Lord, I want to be a Bible teacher. But until I took some steps of faith, I never became one. Yeah. So there's a lot of people sitting at home on the sofa praying for a pile of money on the table yeah. or praying for their bank accounts to be full yeah. without actually saying, if you abide in my words, you'll understand what to pray for yeah. to get what you want. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's one of those things that you can get in the ditch. Yeah, easily. Right? And, or you can get in the ditch on the other side and God yeah. doesn't want to give me nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm just a poor beggar just going through life. Yeah. I'll be lucky to get Whatever through. Whatever happens, yeah, happens. It happens, yeah. And they don't stick any faith out there that they can be financially secure. Mm -hmm. So there's that stay on the road balance thing there. Don't get off into the Porsche and don't yeah. fall off into the, oh, I'm going to be poor the rest of my life, right? Yeah. Because prosperity is definitely in the Bible. Yeah. Right? You know, God says. Takes care of the righteous. Yeah. And he actually said, if you want to be rich, right? He says, he says uh, in Deuteronomy 8.18, I think it is like, um, he says, I give thee power to get wealth that I may establish my covenant on the earth. Mm. So you might be praying for wealth, but it's got to be connected to establishing God's mm. covenant on the earth. Yeah. Right? So for My King Ministries, we don't have a problem praying for extra money because yeah. we want to establish the covenant on the yeah, earth. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, so that's good. there's balances in all these kinds of things. And so I struggle with criticizing ministries and stuff yeah. uh, in, in certain areas because of some of the things I read in the Bible and I just want to stay on the road. Like we mm -hmm. try to stay in the road with our podcasts yeah. and not get in the ditch <laughs> and help people, we hope. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So I always say, what does the word include? Well, the word includes healing. Mm-hmm. Spiritual healing. Yeah. So you can be born again. Healing, emotional healing and 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 those kinds of things. And physical healings yeah. in the Bible. Right? I've been healed physically, so I know it's true. Yeah. Right? So I know it's available, so I can pray for those things. Financial security. 
rest, peace, joy, all those things. You can pray for those things, right? Mm -hmm. um, to have all the rest and peace and joy, God says, put my trust in you. Cast your cares on me. I've given you the spirit of peace. Mm -hmm. That's another thing people pray. Lord, I need peace. And they think that Jesus is going to snap mm -hmm. their finger and they're going to wake up or they're all of a sudden going to go like, oh, I got such great peace. Well, it does happen in a degree, but it's not in the sense of you kind of wake up with this new peace and you never are sad again. Yeah. Clarify, like some people were talking about words here and now yeah. they're hearing faith and take steps. Yeah. <laughs> but all of those start by saying something Words, to yep. yourself exactly yeah so or yeah or allowing jesus to say to something say something yeah. to you um putting the right um words in your ear i mean i was gonna say um my dad used to always say you are the music you listen to and i thought that was the stupidest thing yeah <laughs> and i listened to lots of rap music and i grew up thinking i was a the gangster <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and the words that were coming off in the form of a music or a rap. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm those words that maybe weren't so good become part of your vocabulary, the way you yeah. think about the world. And a rapper does this or a rapper suggests I do this. Let me try this. Yeah. yeah and it just takes you. And then the other thing I was thinking, jump off the diving board. Come on. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And before the kids even gone up the stairs to the diving board, they say something like, well, I don't want to. I'm going to fall and get hurt. And as a parent, we say, you won't. You haven't even tried yet. You have to try it. Don't say that. Just try it. But then we get into our adulthood. Yeah. And I say stuff like that all the time. And there's just, there's no parent there to say, you haven't even tried it. Yeah. And the way you've been talking about it is definitely going to affect how the outcome is. All of it is, yeah. So maybe just to close, I'll read this. Don't waste even a moment's thought on your former identity to awaken its selfish desires. Mm -hmm. um, so a closing thought for me is like, yeah, I, I don't waste even a moment's thought on your former identity to awaken its selfish desires. There's lots of time, a lot with my wife and just um, um, being an ex-drug addict. There's times I've talked about those th those moments and those memories as really awesome and really fun. And, and, and she's cut me off a few times and been like, <laughs> don't talk about it that way. Because like, it, it's, would you say it's better than it is now? No, it's not. So why are you making it seem like it was? <laughs> like, don't, don't give it life and let it come back and sit there. And, and get you to think along those lines. Yeah. Because the Bible says God knows what you're going to say before you say it. So if God knows what you're going to say before you say it, he can uh, quicken your spirit to stop you before you say it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. And so sometimes my emotions get the best of me. Yep. And I say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like I've arrived on the word thing, though. And then you got to go getting... to the repentant podcast yeah. and learn <laughs> what you're exactly. supposed to do after that. And, and realize that that is now gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if I could encourage you, we could encourage you today. Um, in James, it says, um, fresh and salt water do not flow from the same spring. Neither does a a fig tree spring up to bear olives. A huge ship is steered around with a small rudder and the tongue is the smallest part on the body, but has the yep. ability to lift people up or push people down.